At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Enough of this finance stuff. Well, with us on the phone is Dr. Mark Siegel, and he's going to tell us what we have to do to stay alive. And, well, I, well, and, uh, don't invest uh, in cryptocurrency. I want to make one Steve Moore point before we get to the, uh, to the medicine here, which is that the American Rescue Plan from last year was supposed to be giving money to bail us out from the pandemic, right? And actually, that money, the $36 billion that you just talked about, was supposed to help out small businesses, and most of them got slammed with all these shutdowns and closures. So that's another bit of background of what a disgrace it is that the money goes to the Teamsters and the AFL-CIO as though they can't keep a pension plan together on their own. You couldn't be more right. And then did you also hear well, that the Biden... Listen, I feel bad for the, uh, for, the, uh, for the employees and they should, you know, I'm glad they're making them whole, but uh, who was who responsible for uh, are you allowed to say pissing away the money? Well, I'm going to get That's you guys. a legal term of watch. I'm, an, I'm, right. I'm going to get you guys even more upset. The Biden administration knows with, that with Title 42 expiring on the 21st, he's asking now for another four billion dollars in taxpayer dollars to handle the influx of migrants that's expected to How come about our taking way. Taking that money, there's going to put okay, in the IRS. Breaking agents. news: The FDA adds amoxicillin. To the shortage list. Yes, that's a popular antibiotic, especially for kids. Dr. Siegel. Breaking, breaking news? They waited a month <laughs> after we've been talking about it. Breaking news. I mean, amoxicillin, they wait till there's none in the pharmacies at all. And that's, of course, because everybody's hoarding it and rushing out to get it. And there's it no and Tylenol on my shelves. It. On all the no. prestigious store shelves, I understand there's no Tylenol. You can't get children's Either, either they stole nothing. it or it just didn't come in. We'll get it from the guy in the corner. Right here. They never got it because here's what happened, John. It's actually in China where exactly. they relieved the lockdowns and everybody now hoarding Tylenol and Advil and aspirin because they're you afraid go they're going to get eBay. eBay and get Tylenol. Yeah. It's Dr. almost Siegel. as hard as getting baby formula, Dr. Right? Dr. Siegel, how are the emergency rooms surviving right now? So, Mark Siegel, this is Steve Moore. Good, good to talk to you. Um, you I'll, stepped on his lines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> emergency rooms are in trouble because of flu, not because of COVID right now. We're seeing a lot more flu in the hospitals That's right. and, uh, and, and less COVID right now because of all the immunity we have from prior infections and the vaccine. So I, I'm worried about the flu right now. RSV is on its way down. So the question I had for you, there's a big a study that came out a couple of days ago that was widely reported on CNN. I don't know if Fox covered it, about apparently uh, uh, 3 million lives saved from the vaccine. Did you see that study? Yes. Uh, now, uh, I think that number is I'm, – I'm not against vaccines, but I, it seems a little bit high. But my question is, number one, do you think that number is too high? And number two, what was so interesting about the CNN report is guess who they never mentioned – with re, with respect to the vaccine, they never mentioned Donald Trump and they never mentioned Operation Warp Speed, which was one of the great programs of all time. And I just thought that was kind of ironic because remember, at that time, they said it would take three to five years to have a vaccine. And we got one in nine months. I wonder what your thoughts are on that. 
Well, you already covered it. My thoughts are it was an enormous accomplishment to not only get it done and get it out, but to get it distributed. I thought bringing the army in was a really brilliant move. And I do think that laying down immunity from wherever you get it does does save lives, does keep people out of the hospital. But the problem is with giving a number to it, Mm -hmm. Steve, is that some of this occurred because the virus mutated in a direction where it isn't as deadly. It's upper respiratory now, much more so. So it's less likely to cause acute hospitalization, ICU respirators, and death. We don't know how much of that is a vaccine versus how much of that is the virus changing. We don't know. So putting a CNN number on it, they're just trying to get ratings away from us at Fox, (laughs) and they're they're not succeeding. So the question of the day is, should everyone get a booster? Well, I think everybody over a certain age or with underlying conditions should be getting this, this, uh, the particular, the bivalent booster. I like it, actually. But I think the tragedy here is when the CDC starts saying five years and up or Dr. six Siegel, months and up, you like it, people but don't, I don't take think, it. I, I don't think I like it have for it. older people. I like it for people at risk. But because the benefits outweigh the risk, Dr. he's Siegel, saying, I, if you're older or you have underlying right, conditions, right. that's what and he's only saying. 35, only 35% of seniors have actually taken this thing. Dr. Which Siegel, I, I, I told you this well. before, that you really hurt my feelings. When I asked you if I should get it, and you said, only people that are old and overweight. <laughs> and you said, so get it. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Siegel. Peter you, can't, you, Peter, you can't say that I criticize you when I say that you're the most missed congressman in the history oh, okay, of the I'll United States. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Doc, you. Okay. Dr. Siegel, if we're Well, seeing, they named King's Highway after him. That's true. That's true. If we're seeing such a shortage of these medications, antibiotics, and even Tylenol, why doesn't the government get ahead of it? Why do we wait until our store shelves are empty? Well, because you just found out the FDA waits waits until everybody's talking about it before they make a move. I thought you could ask me something different, even more important, Lydia. Why don't we make it here? Well, why do that's we have to uh, that's you. We, I know why. I, I already know the reason why for that. That's right. Too many regulations, and we're, it's cheaper to import listen, it. We're very happy it's to rely on money. China for everything. Exactly. We it's can all trust about China. the money. We can trust China to give us everything. And that's what Trump was actually trying to do, too, is make more manufacturing here in the United States. So, of course, that's the logical conclusion. The logical solution would to be trust China more. Tr- <laughs> we got one minute left. Tell us what else you want to tell us. Well, so there's the mRNA not just making a, a vaccine. Now that it's being used for cancer treatments for melanoma. And they had a remarkable study where they put it together with a standard immunotherapy, Keytruda, and they showed a 44% decrease wow. in death from, from melanoma has spread. It shows that technology and science can move in a lot of different directions here. It's not, we've been just focusing and obsessing on COVID and mm-hmm. other things are going on and, and we're making advances in cancer treatment and cancer therapy. I'm excited about that. Well, Dr. Mark Siegel, thank you so much for, for keeping all Americans apprised, and thank you, Steve Moore, for being here, you, John. Judge Richard Weinberg, uh, Peter King from King's Highway, <laughs> and uh, Lydia. Oh, I'm I want to say happy, birth- happy birthday to my father. He's 83 years old today. Birthday. Yes. He got the COVID shot. He got the COVID <laughs> shot. <laughs> happy birthday. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.